Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And welcome to the Fat Lot of Good Podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. I'm a comedian, a writer, uh, I'm a large lady, and I fucking love it. All right. Uh, we're in the second series of the Fat Lot of Good Podcast, and I am so excited because I have one of my favourite humans sitting next to me on the sofa. It's Elena. Hello. Hello. Tell us about you, Elena. Who the hell are you? Um, I'm Elena. I suppose I'm a blogger. Yeah, you are. She's a blogger. She puts shit on the internet. <laughs> Good shit. Not too, too shit. No, lovely um, shit. Yeah, I started a blog in 2012, just sharing plus size fashion um, style rather than fashion because it is a different. funny word. Like fashion, I just kind of instantly go, ah, yeah. oh, that's not me. Yeah, I've got some not, clothes on and I like it. Yeah, yeah. I don't adhere to fashion really. It's just my own personal style. Um, I did that for a few years. I then fell pregnant in 2015. Started writing about what it was like to be plus size and pregnant. Mm -hmm. Um, There's very little information about it. Yeah, and also, I mean, let's be real. The images of pregnant women these days, they have perfect bums, perfect boobs, and then just like a neat little bump out the front. Tiny little perfect bump. Mm. I I did not look like that. No. Um, I'm sure you look fucking gorgeous, but let's... I think I did. Yeah. I think I did. I think Demi Moore ruined it for the rest of yes. us. I mean, she looked amazing. Let's not body shame, but uh, yeah. not yeah. all of us look like not that. Not necessarily realistic. Yeah. Um, I documented that pregnancy. Um, didn't expect that it would turn out the way that it did. I found out when I was 26 weeks pregnant that my baby, he was a little boy, he had Down syndrome. Um we went through sort of various diagnoses with his health and then sadly at when I was 34 weeks pregnant he died um I was a bit apprehensive about sharing that with the world but Mm. I'd already talked about the pregnancy and about his diagnosis plus I am such an (laughs) oversharer that I did and it was well received because I think there's so many women who go through that that they just don't talk about it or it's not talked about very publicly and honestly. Um, so I continued writing through that and my grief and then falling pregnant again um, five months later, mm. very quickly. Um, and through that pregnancy, also whilst sharing 
like what I was wearing yeah being plus size and pregnant because the options were seriously limited are you listening <laughs> the fashion clothes world we don't just want to wear like moo's. is that what they're called I think so moo's? yeah something you'd probably find at millets exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> This is this is this is it, and I and I we've talked about this on the podcast before. It's like if you're plus size, if you're pregnant or whatever, it doesn't mean you have to throw no. fun clothes out the window. It doesn't no. mean you have to hide yourself. All it's almost a shame, isn't it? Like well, yeah. you you get those three pieces of clothing in the corner at MNS, or you exactly. get this, is, and it's so hard to actually find yeah. stuff you like. When I was pregnant, um, yours clothing had just started their. Uh, maternity wear Mm -hmm. so quite nicely they sort of sent me a few bits every now and then Um, but even that was very limited at the time it was lots of butterfly prints (laughs) (laughs) not a lot else yeah like thankfully they've expanded and it's Mm. a lot better but strangely when I was pregnant was the first time that I was really comfortable wearing like tight fitting clothes Mm. because I'd always thought, no, I need to hide my belly. Yeah. And then suddenly, actually, like, my belly was amazing to me. Yeah. I mean, it was always amazing before, but I just didn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was amazing to kind of suddenly have this confidence. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a real liberation, I remember, because I've always been, you know, 16, 18, mm. and I remember being pregnant and, like, publicly rubbing my belly just yeah. like Meghan Markle yes. going, yes, Look behold, at this. behold my curves. Yeah. And it, and it's, um, I, I, I remember reading something about that. There is a liberation when you are a bigger person being pregnant that you kind of feel like, oh, well, now I'm socially acceptable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like before I wouldn't have worn, like I wore leggings and just like tight tops. I would yeah. never have done that before I was pregnant, which is sad. Mm. And obviously I was lucky, I suppose, because I had a very kind of typical pregnant shape. I had a very defined bump, which not all plus size women do. Yeah. So when I got to a certain point, there was really no sort of avoiding the fact that I was definitely pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Unless all those Jaffa cakes had just gone in one condensed area. It, it looks like a, it looked like a basketball. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, it is such a strange thing being pregnant mm. um, anyway. But then, like, yeah, you all of a sudden become much more public, much yeah, more people, definitely. And people feel that they have absolute freedom to comment on. Ooh, oh, yeah. You're carrying high, you're yeah. carrying low. Are you sure it's not twins in there? Oh, that's, that's delightful. Fuck off. <laughs> ah, <laughs> no, it's not. I, I think we could devote a whole podcast series yeah. to all this, the what's the word, alternatives for saying, oh, just, you look fat. Yeah, just shit you shouldn't say to anybody, <laughs> ever. You fuck off now. Yeah. So I carried on sharing my pregnancy and then when my daughter was born, carried on talking about that. I also talk about parenting after loss because mm. that is a whole different universe. It's It comes with so many different sort of aspects. Um and now, I, I suppose, now I'm sharing what it's like being separated. My husband and I separated six months ago, um, throwing myself into dating for the first time in 13 years. <laughs> I want terrifying. to know all about that. <laughs> because if anyone else is going through it, I think, especially if you've been in a long-term relationship... 
Mm. And also it feels like a scary world because everything has shifted since, like in our day, in our day, <laughs> Elena. I'm not as old as you, thank I you. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you look, look, a day over 25, it's fine. But back when, in my day, I should say, you just went to the pub, yeah. got drunk and went, oh, we'll do. Yeah. Bit the of last shimmy, shimmy. time I was single, you could still smoke in pubs. <sighs> that makes me feel really old. Oh, that was nice, wasn't and it? And now Tinder is... Crikey, it's uh, it's an interesting world. Yeah. And I get so many messages from especially other plus-size mums who have separated. And they, the majority of them say they're so nervous about putting themselves out there and getting naked with somebody new. Mm. I mean, the last time somebody, a new person saw me naked, I was still a teenager. Yeah. So, obviously, a lot has changed since then. Yeah. Two pregnancies back-to-back, age, and a lot of cake. <laughs> <laughs> but you look amazing. Thanks. And so, so, so let's, let's get into the, the meat and potatoes, so to mm-hmm. speak. So, how do you feel about your body? I mean, you have gone through a lot. Yeah. I mean, we've been recording the podcast for about five minutes, and we've talked... <laughs> about all the topics. Fashion, babies, lost the Told whole you. thing. Oversharer. I... Th- <laughs> This, this is this is podcast this is what podcasts are all about and I'm really grateful that you can speak to me about it but so how do you feel like today in, in 2020 about who you are I fucking love it awesome <laughs> yes <laughs> and, the, and the listeners cheer we've got you that's yeah. exciting I think this is the first time in my life that I've really been able to say I like who I am I like my body mm-hmm. and it's definitely the biggest and wobbliest and motherfucking sexiest as well yeah do you yeah. know what I love my softness I'm size 24 so I'm on the larger side of plus size mm. but I love it yeah if you had asked me six months ago absolutely not yeah in fact I remember thinking this time last year when things were not great in my marriage and I knew that it was going to come to an end I 100% believed nobody would ever ever come near me again that that would be it nobody would be interested in me I was too fat a single parent I mean that's bullshit yeah and absolute lies that you tell yourself yeah and amazingly people do want to have sex with me she's <laughs> she's getting caught people I, I don't know am. Yes, this, this sorry is... mum <laughs> hi Elena's mum she's doing it she's, she's going she knows oh, <laughs> And 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 like so so how how was it the first time you kind of went out and about like and how how did you feel you wanted to present yourself because it is it's like talk me through it because I'm an old lady <laughs> and been been with the same man for twenty one years so if I was going back or if someone else is going back into the dating scene how how would you hypothetically how would you how would you do that Elena Tinder Tinder straight yeah. in okay. I'm gonna be honest like I don't I didn't have time to go out I've got my daughter most of the time mm. she's with her dad like maybe two nights a week uh-huh. and also like we're at the age now that our friends are all married and shacked up and we just don't go out anymore yeah um plus I feel like tinder was a safe option because I could present myself how I wanted to yeah and I am a confident person. I'm confident in who I am. Mm. I felt quite okay. And in my Tinder bio, it does say, I'm fat, 
So if that's not for you, you're not going to be into me. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The door is shut to you, my friend. Um, Do you know the most shocking thing for me is... This is going to sound terrible. The calibre of men that do want to have sex with me. This is exciting to hear. Like, you can always... Like, I have a certain type. Okay. Which is basically massive and hairy. Sounds lovely. (laughs) If they look like a tree, I'm into it. (laughs) She likes wood. (laughs) Oh, my God, my mum's going to kill me. Um, I didn't expect that the men that I'm attracted to would be attracted to me. Mm. So it was quite a shock when actually they were. And sometimes I think to myself, my God, you're really hot. Like... But I, you're hot. This is this is this is the thing. So we are having to, as women now, and especially larger women, unpack yeah, all those definitions of beauty, hotness, all yeah. those sort of things, and go, no, this yeah. is this is desirable. This is sexy. Mm. I'm hoping all these women and men listening out there just yeah. like get rid of all that shit that you you have these preconceptions about. Exactly, and I think there's a lot to be said as well for confidence that if you're hiding yourself and you're getting naked with somebody, but you're consciously not wanting to do it, mm. then that's going to kill the mood. Yeah. And something that sticks in my head is something my friend Louise, Louise Pentland, yeah. she said to me, when I said to her last year, nobody is going to want to come near me, she said to me, are you really telling me that you think that nobody above a size 24, is having good sex and that nobody is attracted to anybody over a size 24. And I thought about it and I thought, how horrible of me to think that. Mm. Because you do, you have your own perceptions of yourself. But I would never, ever look at somebody else and think, you're disgusting. Yeah. Nobody wants to bang you. Mm. So it's, it's a weird thing to kind of unpack that and realise that the majority of the time it's just your own your own silly perceptions of yourself that aren't remotely true. Yeah. No, that's so that's such a powerful thing to say because I think the way we speak to ourselves mm. is so different how we would speak to a friend. Massively, yeah. And I I mean I think every one of my friends and every one of you listeners are, are beautiful and awesome and gorgeous. And you've just got to find that spark inside mm-hmm. yourself and, like, go, right, take it. And as well, everybody deserves that. Mm. I think it's really easy to feel like you're not deserving of... Not. It's difficult to say love your body because that's not realistic. Yeah. If you can feel neutral and comfortable with your body, mm. that's perfect. Yeah, exactly right. And you shouldn't feel... I was spoke to, I think it was Clemmy Telford who's been on the podcast and also Laura Thomas, um, talking about neutrality. Yeah. Like you don't have to go, I love every skin no. tag and no. all the all the things. Um, but you, you have to have a sense of comfortableness, that is a word, uh, comfort. Comfort. Yeah. <laughs> so comfortable. <laughs> um, it's yeah. just accepting that this is your body right now. It's whatever changes you want to make to it. They don't happen overnight. 
And they're probably, the changes that you want to make are probably not going to actually make that much of a difference to your mindset Mm. unless you're accepting of what it is in that moment. And I I do often, like, I stupidly now bought a big mirror in my hallway and every time I get out of bed and waddle to the bathroom naked in the morning, sometimes I look at myself and I think, oh, God. But sometimes I'm like, yeah. Hello there. Yeah. Your belly's all wibbly and bit of an apron but you know what you're all right you're all right you're you're an awesome woman i think as well i am really conscious of yes it's great to know that there are men who find me attractive that is obviously a confidence boost Mm. but i'm very conscious not to place my value in what somebody else thinks of me yeah and i think that's come from being able to be comfortable with myself, comfortable enough that I'm going to put myself out there. Yeah. That, and my biggest thing is lingerie. Yes. Talk us through that, because I think the last time I saw you, uh, we were having a curry yeah. in Northampton, and you had a really awesome bra on. I did. Do you know what? I was going to wear it today. I know. But... It had like, like so, yeah, yeah you talk it. You, <laughs> you know it better than I do. I only just got a little peek, peek boom. I love, a little, I love yeah. a little strappy... Harness bra. Mm. Um, I haven't. I'm gonna be. I'll be honest. I've been wearing the same M&S full brief cotton pants for the last five years. But when I was single, I thought, Do you know what? I'm gonna buy myself some nice stuff, not with a view to anybody else seeing it, but just for myself. Yeah. A friend of mine is has like hammers home the fact that sometimes. If you want to feel good about yourself, put some lingerie on or get naked and take some pictures of yourself. Awesome. Not to send them to anybody else necessarily. No, but handy if need be. Yeah. Please exercise caution because, (laughs) yeah, you know. (laughs) The internet. Yeah. Things stay there. (laughs) Always be careful. Yeah. But it's amazing what that does for your confidence. And you're not standing in front of a mirror hunched over taking a snap like that's never gonna be great contort the shit out of yourself yeah do those angles yeah do and those really lighting works. yeah and then it really all it always picks me up a bit if i'm feeling shit about myself i will do that mm. and i always come away feeling so much better about myself yeah and then it is handy to have them to send yeah if, if someone to if there are if there is a request yeah. for such <laughs> pictures oh my mum is really gonna kill me <laughs> wow nice yeah what you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on bomba socks underwear and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So, so this is where you are at uh, now. So can we, and if that's okay, go back a few yeah. years and, and talk about your relationship with your body mm-hmm. um, during pregnancy and after yeah. loss? Because I know you've talked about that. And also I think it's just something we need to keep talking about, isn't it? Yeah. I think when an Iron died, he was a poorly baby. Mm. He had Down syndrome. He had a heart condition. Um and we assume that that's why he died. Mm. So even though it was nothing to do with me, mm. I still held and hold a lot of guilt um, at my body failing. Yeah. Which isn't true. Mm. And it's not true for anybody. But it's very difficult not to turn it in on yourself. Yeah. Because we're sold this idea of growing a human is the most wonderful magical thing that a body can do yeah which is really damaging yes because not everybody can do that it's an enormous privilege and when it does go wrong then you're left with this sort of well what did I do wrong what could I what else could have could I have done Mm. and I did I was angry at my body for not keeping him alive yeah um and then falling pregnant so quickly, again, obviously my body did not have time to recover. No, of course not. No, wow. I've just sprung back into action. Yeah. But I didn't, I don't think I realised how how guilty I felt and how focused I was on that until my daughter was born and we struggled with breastfeeding. Yeah. Um, I knew I always wanted to breastfeed. But it was very difficult. We had so many challenges. And I had this strange feeling of I had to prove that my body worked. Yeah. And there were definitely lots of points when I should have, like, called it a day. Yeah. It was affecting my mental health and my sanity. (laughs) But I just... For me, I needed to persevere and I needed to prove that my body could do what it was meant to do. Yeah. Which is, again, really damaging. I know, but even (laughs) saying the words, what it was meant to do. Yeah. Like, the expectations. And I remember that with my first child, when the baby, the baby, Matilda, was born, and thinking, fuck, everything is on me. Yeah. I have to keep this baby alive with my boobs. Yeah. Like, and the baby's crying at me and going, you know... Feed me. Yeah, make it work. Squash your tit in the mouth oh, like no. a hamburger. Yeah. That's what they're saying. That's, yes, exactly right. Like Doing the action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only this was a visual medium. <laughs> oh, you'll all be aroused. Um, <laughs> but it is, 
it's just so weird and everything feels alien and your body yeah. is broken. It's a mess. Yeah. And there's, it's such an enormous trauma on your body. And then there's all this pressure that you've got to breastfeed and that breastfeeding is the best thing. And Breast is best. Fuck off. Fuck yeah. off now. Yeah. Fuck right off. Because, yes, I'm a massive, massive pro breastfeeding. Yeah. If that's the right choice for you. Mm. And it's not a failure if you don't. Like, I know I felt like I had to prove that my body was working. Yeah. I know now that's absolute bullshit. Mm. It's not... If you don't manage to breastfeed, it's not because you haven't tried enough or you are broken in any way. There's a million different reasons. Yeah. But I felt that intense pressure that I needed to do it. And strangely, that from that moment is kind of when I became the most comfortable with my body. Mm. I don't, it wasn't related to breastfeeding at all but, but it's just about forgiveness or, or about yeah, acceptance yeah. yeah and being able to say like look I'm this is the body that I've got mm. I've grown two human beings it's not going to look the same as it did before <laughs> no <laughs> definitely not you can't go back I've had the, literally the life sucked out of my boobs yeah I mean I know that they say that it's pregnancy that ruins your boobs but when you've got a toddler hanging off them and yanking them round the other side of your body <laughs> that's gonna have some kind yeah. of effect yeah. yeah but I love my boobs they yeah they're great they're great boobs <laughs> excellent boobs uh, again if only this was a visual media but we'll, we'll include some photos um, <laughs> but not the ones that not, I take not, <laughs> not the boud- for myself <laughs> not the boudoir pics um, so this has been and I hate using this word but this has been your journey about yeah. sort of you've had you know the worst the worst of experiences the worst things but but you have come out of this, like, mm. fucking flags raising, yes. trumpets blazing, all, all the things. And I think we need these positive um, stories because people who are listening to this are all at different stages of that yeah. relationship. And I, when we interviewed um, we, me, she's not here. <laughs> the other one, Ellie's not here. I interviewed, just by myself. Um, this, is I, this is my podcast. Um, when I interviewed Kate Botley, who's... The Reverend Kate Botley, mm. she was saying it's just an ongoing yeah. relationship. And you do have shit days and you can't feel bad about that no. either. Where it's just kind of like, oh, no, that's no good. But you you get stronger and stronger, yeah. I think, because you know how to cope with those feelings and those those silly little thoughts that come into your head along the way. Yeah, definitely. And I think if you can pick just one thing, if you're having a really shit day, if you can pick just one thing that you think, okay, that's not too bad and focus on that that kind of carries you through a little bit yeah and even if it's something as simple as like a bit of clothing you're wearing it doesn't have to be about your actual body yeah it's I find it much easier to do that and think right I'm going to wear my favourite outfit today even if it's totally inappropriate to the occasion (laughs) (laughs) and you just it lifts you up a little bit and it lifts other people up because you you hold yourself differently. Yeah. I, you know, and as soon as I started wearing clothes, it actually made me feel better mm. rather than clothes I felt like were a shield or a, yeah. a way in which to, to hide myself. People notice. People notice that you, you have that sparkle in you. Definitely. I'm a firm believer in fuck flattering. Yeah. That if you feel good in something, wear it. Yeah. And almost flattering is... Again, like, 
one of those words like, oh, that's flattering on you. Is that saying, well, you look less fat? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, it's like, I, I put things on sometimes and I think, oh, I look really fat in that. And I'm like, well, I do, because I'm fat. <laughs> like, clothes are not magic. No. <laughs> like, I'm going to suddenly make me five sizes smaller. Yeah. And if I feel good in it, then that's fine. Yeah. It's like my boots. I have Dot Martin boots. And for years, I didn't let myself buy them because I've got chunky legs. Yeah. And I knew that they wouldn't do up all the way. Yeah. How stupid is that? Uh, oh my god! Everybody has done shit like that. Going, yeah. I can't, I can't wear this. I can't wear that. I remember talking to Louise on the podcast, and she's like, "I can't wear a pencil skirt." I was like, "Yeah, you can. You, you can literally wear- just put it on." Yeah, go on then. <laughs> Look at that magic. <laughs> Louise, who actually has three skirts exactly the same in her wardrobe, <laughs> all the same. You've been seen, Louise. You've been seen. I'm sharing your secrets. <laughs> We love you very, very much. Um, so I think they're, they're the sort of takeaways that I want to have for the podcast as well because I think there are just days where like nothing works. Yeah. Everything is shit and, um, yeah, even like a, just a really good lipstick or a really yes. good listener. Elena has the best eye makeup as well. Has that taken years to perfect the uh, the flick of the eyeliner? I'm not going to lie. I've been using exactly the same brand of eyeliner since I was 15. Cher, Cher. Uh, Rimmel Eye, no, Rimmel Glam Eyes. Rimmel Glam Eyes. Yeah. Not easy to say. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But to be fair, this is a rare occasion now. Oh, she's done it nice for me. I have. I've made an effort. You have. It's normally there's a three-year-old trying to like nudge me. Yeah. She likes to put her makeup on with me as well, which means that she ends up with <laughs> eyeliner all over her face because sometimes I just think, I can't be bothered, you crack on. That's right. We've got some wipes. Everything yeah, is going to be fine. Be fine. <laughs> and so people, obviously, who haven't followed you, what, what can they expect on your Insta feed and your blog? If they And, of course, they're all going to fall in love with you after listening anyway. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I don't really talk about the dating stuff just yet. Yeah. Um, I would like to, but at the moment it still feels a bit scary. Yeah. Um, mostly it's just sharing my life as a parent, sharing what I'm wearing. I also run a hashtag on Instagram called Plus Size Mum Style, where people share their outfits and hashtag it, and then I will share them as well and it's just my theory with that is that so many fashion bloggers it's aspirational Mm. and it's just not realistic when you're a parent that you do need to be wearing something that you can chase your child when they fucking run into the middle of the road yes thank you please yes (laughs) (laughs) flat shoe always yes something with a bit of stretching yeah exactly (laughs) and there are so many women that use it and it's amazing seeing different styles on different people and seeing each other, like, obviously taking inspiration. Mm. Um, and that is something I'm quite I'm quite proud of and I'd like to continue with that. I don't put as much time as I should into it. Yeah. But I want to. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly just a mix of my face, my daughter, and clothes. Excellent. And... And uh, terrible, terrible men I find on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I like sharing the really terrible bios. Yeah. 
I'm good though. I do scrub their name out. I'm not that mean. But I just think it's it's a it's a whole new world. A friend of mine uh, who shall remain nameless has shown me some of the photos of and what like from awful angles, or just just with their cock out. I'm oh like, yeah, wow. Okay. I mean, it's like you try before you buy. But yeah. No. <laughs> I do not want to buy. No. <laughs> and they're not that attractive, let's be honest. No, no. They're not greys. What is it, swipe left or swipe right? Which is which one? Left is no. Okay. Right is yes. Okay. Right, climb me like a tree. She's, she's doing the finger movement. Right. Probably <laughs> get repetitive strain injury soon. Oh dear. Oh, from all manner of things. <laughs> I meant from swiping. Bam, <laughs> <laughs> bam. Excellent. Right. Well, I would like to now go into the quick fire round okay. uh, of Fat Lot of Good because I got you were just so awesome. But I want to know more. Right. And I think I know the answer to this question anyway. What makes you feel sexy, Elena? Sexy underwear. Sexy underwear. Get involved. Mm. And any particular brands? Because we can we we're not we can say whatever we like. Yeah. It's not the BBC, obviously. <laughs> ASOS. Oh. Yeah. They have some really nice like bodies. Yeah. I love a lacy body. Yeah, me too. Um, Playful Promises is a good one as well. And Tootie Rouge. Tootie Rouge. Mm. Sounds very nice. <laughs> uh, next question. What's your most favourite thing to put in your body? <laughs> I think I know the answer. She did the one eyebrow at me. Um, I'm going to say a gin and tonic. That's the sensible answer. This is, why we, this is why we are going to be friends forever. <laughs> Excellent. I mean, some other things are nice, obviously. <laughs> um, what's your most embarrassing body moment? Um, I squirted an old man in the face with breast milk once. <gasps> what? In the face? <laughs> yeah. You've got some power, lady. <laughs> it was when Lily was really little and she needed a lot of encouragement to latch on. Mm. And I was kind of squeezing my boob in her mouth. <laughs> Yeah. And I was in a waiting room in a hospital and I squeezed before it got in her mouth. Oh. And it shot into his face. Wow. And his reaction was? Just looked a bit surprised. <laughs> Thankfully, I don't think he realised what it was. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it doesn't happen every day. So, no, yeah. No. no. Amazing scenes. <laughs> the Hall of Fat Fame. It's who's someone that makes you feel amazing or has inspired you? Beth Ditto. Oh, yes. She was the first plus-size woman, the first fat woman I remember seeing as a teenager who was just living her life, being fat and naked on the Mm. cover of Rolling Stone. Yeah. And it just... I can remember being amazed by the fact that she wasn't talking about a diet, she wasn't talking about what she wanted to change about her body. She was just being fucking awesome. Yeah. And beautiful... And embracing herself completely unapologetically. Yeah. And I've just been obsessed with her since. <laughs> I just, I, no, I'm always got goosebumps thinking about it because I saw, I remember saying, what was, what was the band she's from? Beth Dido from? The Gossip. The Gossip. And seeing her, I think it was either at Glastonbury or mm. something like that. And she got it, she was down to her bra and she was yep. just, just awesome. I just thought, just yes, living her life. Absolutely. Yep. Representing, you know, and it wasn't about, tiny cut off jeans or whatever and it's like she she just looked brilliant Mm. excellent choice thank you Elena (laughs) and finally Fatspiration what are the words that you live by have you got a mantra or something I do yeah let that shit go let that shit go yeah awesome I have a print 
of that on my wall. Awesome. It's my one of my best friends has probably told me it a thousand times yeah. in my lifetime. And now I try and live by it. That whatever it is, it's probably not that important. Yeah. And if it's not going to have an enormous life-altering impact, just let it go. Absolutely excellent. I really wanted to start singing Frozen then. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone else is singing in their heads. I shall refrain. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, Elena, you're an amazing woman. I'm so glad to have you in my life. And um, thank you for being the best ever, ever guest Thank you so much for having me. I love you. I love you. Yay! That's the end. Thank you for listening to the Fat Bottom Good Podcast. It's been me, Helen Thorne, and you, Elena. Now, where can people find you? At Elena Lucy, which is E-L-E-N-A-L-U-C-I-E, because I just have to be difficult. Yeah. And elenalucy.com. But that's kind of neglected, so find me on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, Thank you so much for listening, and goodbye! Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.